0: Got a car question for Dave or Allen? Call now 416 360 0740 or toll free at 1 866
1: 740 4740. Okay, Al. I'm back. It's nice to have you back. I didn't put my earphones on. <laughs> what a crazy day. Hey, hello everybody and welcome. It's Dave's Corner Garage and it's a pleasure to have you with us. Today we have Darren Boston joining us. Darren is with, we all know, Sale and Tire. So if you've got tire questions, uh, he's the guy to ask. I mean, the reality is... Good morning, Darren. How are you? Good morning, you? David. How are you? As long
2: as it's not a, mo- a question of how much money is my RSP and can I afford to retire <laughs> <laughs> no, I will not have
1: the answer for that. <laughs> <laughs> to retire or retire? <laughs> I like that. Either or. Dan Park. Dan Park has, has a company called ClutchCanada.ca, and what they do is uh, offer used cars to the public without a dealership site. I guess it's all done by internet, mm-hmm. right? So we're going to. Jan- Dan is going to join us today. He's the only one that does it in Canada, and it's an interesting concept. It's he's what's called in the industry as a disruptor. What's that mean? Uh, you take whatever the norm, the norm is And you opposite it
2: Oh, so it's like an S-disturber <laughs> It's
1: probably <true.
2: laughs> A disruptor
1: And we're also going to have things such as i got to tell you this morning What a great day it is I hit every green light coming down
2: Wow, you better, buy a Lot- better buy a lottery ticket You buddy. better
1: buy a lottery ticket today Because Redinger, all the way from Eglinton Avenue on Dufferin had every green light Until I had to make the left turn here at Liberty see Unbelievable how life, See
0: how simple life can be for him? He's happy. A couple green Little lights. Little things make know, me happy. It's good. There's nothing wrong with that. But if there's a red the light behind light. you, then you got a problem. <laughs> yeah. And when you hit that first red light, you go, I'm cooked. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know
1: what? I always look down Life's the road, over. and I always look who's making a left turn. And if the signs is making a left turn, I move the lane over, no matter who's in
0: there. So you're weaving and bobbing.
1: Bob and a but I did hit every green light. Which no, is really no fast. red
0: light cameras coming on. To, Nothing. Uh, to you were catch talking it? about that red
1: light camera.
0: Yeah, those are fun. Those. You had a little letter in the mail going. geez, my car looks really good on camera. <laughs> Surprise. Wait a
1: minute. That's how much? <laughs> Three hundred bucks. Three hundred
0: twenty-five dollars. That's crazy. If I you want, want to go to court, you can meet an officer who's nowhere in sight. Yes. He's Probably watching it from a drone. I
1: couldn't have married my wife because look, I was on the camera.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going now, to
1: some take dim-sum. us out. We'll be right back with Darren Boston's. From Sale and Tire, and we're going to have some serious tire questions.
2: Exactly. You've got a car care question of any kind, uh, specifically tires, or maybe that old S Box of yours won't start, and you want to know why, you can give us a call.
0: Is that in a new Nintendo game, the S Box? The S Box. Oh, <laughs> <nice. laughs> played that between, a couple times.
2: Between Dave, Darren, and myself, and of course our studio audience, we have a million years of automotive experience here. <laughs> give us a call right now. we got to go. We'll be right back. Ooh.
1: Alrighty, we're back um, We have Darren Bosses with us from Salem Tire And we have a really, a bunch of questions uh, I put it on the web and a whole bunch of questions came back And one of them was Is a run-flat tire actually repairable?
3: Yes, it is It is Depending on the damage to the tire or, or where the hole uh, or wh- whatever's happening to so the tire So explain
1: what a run-flat is first off
3: So a run-flat tire is a tire with, uh, typically when they manufacture it, uh, the sidewalls are very thick. So if you lose air, if air somehow, you know, through a nail, the valve, whatever, you lose all the air, you can still drive on it for 80 kilometers at 80 kilometers an hour. So if you're on the highway and you got to get to the next stop, um, you can still drive on that tire without wrecking your rim. It'll actually, the, the, the thick sidewalls will actually hold the rim up off the ground.
1: Which is interesting. Why do they have air tires in the first place?
3: Well, that's where it's, uh, that's where the industry's going, David. Is that uh, right? Yeah, they've already got uh, construction and in, uh, industrial tires. Uh, you probably you've probably seen them on TV or in certain places where there's no air at all. They're just uh, rubber veins in yes, i tire where it actually holds the tire up. Now? So yeah. they're, now they're making. Um, the, I just saw a few weeks ago they're starting to make uh, medium truck tires the same as run flats.
2: Yeah, now you know I. But what I don't like is the fact that, did. you know, if you... Now, a run-flat tire is repairable, yes. provided that, yes, as you said, that the, the hole is in the tread portion of the tire rather Correct. than the sidewall. Yeah. But in both cases, um, my wife got flat tires. Okay. Um, on tires, her run-flats. plural? Yes, more than one. <laughs> and, uh, can, you, can you come pick uh, me up? And they were not repairable.
3: Because it was probably... Because it was a cut in the sidewall or, or something? close to
2: the... Uh, where right, the tread right. Beats the well, sidewall. And, and the whole point being that well, now it cost me twice as much money. Very expensive tires, To yes. buy the tires. So, yes. Um, it
1: happened to me in the Crossfire, and it actually turned to powder inside. It's, it was grinding itself t- to smithereens inside. Which is,
2: what, which is what a normal tire will do. Yes. You know, if you drive on it when it's flat. Definitely. And, and when you take out it, because you see at that point, the rim itself is rubbing on the inside of the tire. So to the point where if you take out enough material, you can see the cords and everything, and then mm. the tire's not repairable anymore. Fascinating. Yeah, if you get if you if you're if you get low pressure
3: and and you're able to get to a you know a facility quick enough and there's just a nail in the tread face, you can usually get that repaired. But if you've actually run 80 kilometers an hour for 80 kilometers, that tire's it's probably going to be toast. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. And now, it's interesting how many cars don't have spares.
3: Well, which a is lot, why man. cars
2: have had to go to run flats. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Right. Uh, Salem has run flats. Yes, they do. They do. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Not a not a huge range of sizing. Yeah. Um, uh, you know not a lot of cars have run flats but yeah. um yeah we have we have a run flat
2: the crazy thing is too you know when you don't have a spare they don't give you a the, first like when you have the run flats in a lot of cases you don't get a a, a jack and you no. don't have a spare no
1: you, know? you get a can where you're supposed to stick it in the to, into the into the intake and blow it back up
2: yes Full You'd be better medium, off medium giving medium you a can whatever. that you you inhale and get start laughing or something that because that's about as good That'll as fix it is. The problem. Eh? <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. I don't care. I don't care.
1: But you were you were saying something just a minute ago. What if you take off your snow tires too soon, you could have insurance issues.
3: You could, because um, and various uh, various uh, companies have different dates that they want you to have them on by and off by. Right. So if you take them, I heard a story uh, a couple weeks back where the customer had taken them off prematurely. Because as you know, we get spring early in mm-hmm. some cases. Um, Taking them off prior to that date ended up getting in an accident. as insurance uh, basically was wow. a void, so they wouldn't cover the the damages.
1: Talk about insurance. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And well, it's I guess amazing.
2: I didn't listen, know that. And they make the rules. They said, well, fine, we're going to give you, we're going to provide you with a discount on exactly. your yearly yes, you know, fee. So. But here, the other part of the deal is you, as you're saying, you're saying you're putting on the winter tires. You better have them on for this period of time. Yeah. I,
1: I, you know, I, I was in Las Vegas and I didn't pay a fine and they canceled my driver's license. And when From I got From Vegas? Home, like your I was, actual I was Ontario? Away, I, was out of, I was out of Ontario. Okay. So now I'm coming home. And I got pulled over, and he says your license is expired.
2: Hang on, you mean your Ontario driver's yeah, license? license is saying, because you got a ticket in Las Vegas. No, I
1: got—I was away, and I didn't pay the fine. But the in ticket, Ontario
3: no, ticket was from Ontario, though. Right. Oh, okay.
1: So I ask, if I were have gotten in an accident and my license was expired, what happens? Well, they don't pay your damages, but they pay the third party damage. Okay. So whatever you hit, they would fix, but
3: not your, but vehicle. not your
1: car, your vehicle, or anything internally.
3: Well, I know uh, from a friend that had this happen, they typically, they s- apparently send out letters if you do get your license yes. suspended, but I've got a few friends in cases where they didn't get any letter. Nothing. Yeah, they, they found out at the side of the road when they got pulled over.
1: Which is true, and yeah. you, you, if, if you're out there and you're questioning anything, I would check if you have a license that actually works, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, another question was, does nitrogen actually make a difference in tires?
3: Uh, it, it makes a difference to the point of uh, the fact that it doesn't permeate the casing as, as oxygen does. Right, because the
1: molecules are bigger.
3: The molecules are larger, exactly. And and no matter what, even if, uh, you know, that's why we tell everybody it's very important to check your pressures on a, at least a monthly basis because the pressure will automatically permeate the casing a bit and you'll, you'll end up uh, losing it. So time.
2: you're saying even in a perfect world, when the rim is clean and the yep. tire is sealed properly... You're still going to lose air. Absolutely. Yes.
1: And you have to put back nitrogen or you can put back air.
3: Well, if you have nitrogen in your tires, which a lot of times it comes from OE, right. you can you can put air into it yeah. after just to to pump it up, but for for the uh the effects of nitrogen, which are also isn't just the fact that it permeates the casing less than oxygen, it's a, a, a the tire typically will run cooler. It's not that important on uh cars that, you know, running ra- uh, you know around the highways and roads. It, it, that was more for um you know Trucks. tracks you No, know, for like the you know oh, racing. for racing so um yeah you got to you got to be careful of that
1: so they charge you when when you're going to the tire store and and you put on your new tires yeah there's a charge for nitrogen uh i don't
3: think much anymore when it first came out there was typically a yeah the machines a, a, a were so charge. expensive yeah, yeah exactly i think that's uh, mostly part of the the service now interesting yeah
1: now you
2: put uh, nitrogen in yours uh I do, but only from a chemical uh, background, I'm going to tell you, because the air we breathe, and this has been my point, yes. the air we breathe is consisted of 80% what? Nitrogen. 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 Thank yeah. you very much. So, <laughs> so seriously, so so, what's that other 20% of a little bit of oxygen and a bunch of smog well, and stuff?
1: What they're saying is the moisture, right? The and, mo- the, yeah. and the oxygen Less will actually moisture. oxidize the inside of the tire and the rim.
3: But you need at least, I think it's ninety-seven or ninety-eight percent nitrogen in that tire for it to have the full effect of it.
2: Okay, so, right. so in other words, so if it does run low and, and you decide you you know you're going to put ten pounds of air in it because you got to put it back up again, you've lost the uh, you've lost the effect the of quality, the the yeah. beneficial you know qualities of the nitrogen. Yep. At which point you'd have to go into the store, take the valve, out, suck, get all of inside out, purge, and it. then fill it up with uh, nitrogen again. Correct.
1: Can you imagine a guy standing? There? Hey, what are you
2: doing? <laughs> Let okay. my out. And if you're not sure what, what the manufacturers have done to indicate to you whether, you know, what, that air or that stuff is in your tire. In most cases, if they put nitrogen in, they put a green cap on right. the valve. That's right. a green, Correct. I was going to say. Yep.
1: There's a green ring or there's a green cap. Yep. That'll tell you. That in indicates
2: it. Green indicating that it costs you more money because you have to buy the nitrogen, eh?
1: Well, it's. I think it was, it's prevalent in the construction industry yeah. and in trucking, right? Yeah. For question, Dave, if you beat the crap out of
2: the vending machine, the, the slot machine, because you lost money in Vegas, yeah.
1: would your insurance <laughs> company
2: cover it? <laughs> <laughs> and would it depend if you still had your winter tires on? The <laughs> This is Dave's Corner Garage. Give us a call. We're here to answer any and all of your mechanical and tire related problems. We'll be right back.
1: Alrighty, welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. My name's Dave Redinger. I'm with Darren Boston it's from the Salentire. And, 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 and me. And me, and me. I'm here. I'm back say. for my lovely
2: vacation. You may have noticed that I have a golden bronze color right now. Um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you want to watch us, we're on facebook.com forward slash Dave's Corner Garage. Wait, I'm going to show him my difference. Can I do that? No. Oh. Uh, okay, never mind. Alrighty, Probably so listen, idea. there's a guy sitting in his living room reading the paper. Okay, uh-huh. In the back door, the dog is barking because he wants to get in. Yes. And in the front door, his wife is ringing the bell. Uh huh. Who does he let in first? I know the answer, so I'm going to have to disqual myself. Darren, how about you? <laughs> I'd have to say the dog. You're right, because when the dog gets in, he stops barking
3: Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> little humor there, Woo! very little. Okay, we're going to go on the phones just quickly. We have uh, Bruce is on the phone, and he's got a Ranger. I have, that must be an older vehicle. Morning, Bruce. Pick up. Hello, Bruce. How you doing? Hello, uh, everybody again. You got a question for us? (laughs) Everybody can. Okay, I've got an old Ranger,
4: ninety thousand K. It's in really good shape. Uh, What I'm having a problem is, okay, I'm out there. I'm stopped. start the car up. I put it in drive. At 40 K, it starts chugging, chugging. So I slip it in neutral, put it back in drive. Most times it'll go, and away we go. Uh, I've been to three different garages, and they... uh, They can't figure out what it is. I've done the put new wires on, put a new coil
2: pack on it, Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm I'm dead in the water here. All right, Dave's
1: got an answer for you. Dave, what do you think it is? Fuel filter. Who? The fuel filter. Really? Yeah, I had the same problem, and what happens is that when you put in neutral, you release the the pressure, and it's it's it starts moving the fuel again. So swap out the fuel filter. Yeah, there's two of them in there. There's one up by the engine, and there's one by the tank. Cheap enough fix. I would get that done first.
2: Yeah. If you, if you haven't done it in a long time. Um, I mean, it's not too hard to check either. If you take the filter off and you literally try to blow through it, if it's plugged, you'll be able to tell at that point.
1: Yeah. Remember, me- don't have- suck, but
2: blow, say, okay? Now, Dave, he's a nice guy, so if I take him off, will Dave
1: blow for me? For sure. Depends where you are. Okay, we got to go, guys. we got to go. Take care, Bruce. Leave your number at the board.
2: <laughs> you know, since we're on TV now, we've got to be a little more clean. You know, we can't be talking like that. Well, anyways, let's go to line three. We're, we're going to go to line way. three. We got another fellow named Dave, just like you. Yes. Um, Dave, what can we do for you?
4: Uh, hi there. Uh, um, I, I got a tire-related question. Um, I I keep this vehicle uh, in the underground garage. Um, it's, uh, it it I don't start it up or I don't move it for like maybe a few months. Uh-huh. The question is about tires uh if they get flat spots or are can they be permanent or if i uh it's sitting there for maybe three months at a time are the uh so so what's your opinion on that I don't take any air out of the tire or anything like that when I leave it in the
3: store okay hang on. No, yeah, the, the flat spots typically are not permanent. Like if you left it there for, say, a year or you know a lot longer than you're leaving it, you they could end up being somewhat permanent. You probably find the first time you drive it after it, you know, you'll you'll feel it, you'll hear it, and then eventually it kind of alleviates. Is that what yeah, uh, your typical yeah, I experience? That's yeah. What I do. You extreme. should be fine. But what I do, I because I've got a car that I park all winter, I typically bring the pressures up to the max pressure of the tire because, as you know, the max pressure on the tire sidewall. Isn't what you should have in it uh, when you run uh, run the car. So I bring it up, and that kind of uh, helps with the uh, the flat spotting.
5: So, uh, so I want to ask
4: the question: um, Is there a maximum time that you could do permanent damage to a tire? Mm.
3: Uh, no, okay. probably. Like I said, if if it sat there for years, um, you know, it it it, it could. But uh, as you know, it does have memory rubber. So once it once the tire warms up and starts to move, it it eventually alleviates.
2: So what oh. to do Dave if you know you're going to be parking it just go to the local gas station prior yeah you know and and put in 40 45 pounds okay and just carefully drive it home and park it you shouldn't have a problem yeah
4: okay yeah. thank you then you're,
3: you're very welcome,
1: welcome. yeah the Thanks, sidewall Dave. tells you the max pressure before what tire. You de- before you destroy the tire
3: well you know that uh, the pressure that destroys the tire is as well. It's like hundred pounds, it right? that exa- exactly. But that's the max pressure for that tire, right? Um, but you always set your pressures based on you know the placard on the on your car or the the uh, manual.
1: So when he's parking it, he bumps it up, puts it away. Yeah. Wouldn't he be better off just to jack up the car? It's too much more. It's way more work. Yeah, it's only three. I heard not really really need for the
3: suspension though too. I'm not sure you. Well, it's just hanging drooping. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: That could be true. Yeah, Yeah. it could be true.
3: I usually put styrofoam down on the ground like a big, you know, an inch and a half piece of styrofoam as well. Pump up the tires to 50 psi, and then and I usually have no flat spotting. What's the foam for? Well, just uh, you know, (laughs) I I want my tires to be well kept and warm. I don't want them on that cold concrete.
2: (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. How about a little blanket? Seriously, yeah, I mean, could do that. Too. Well, there is a blanket for the whole. Well, car. I didn't know what the foam was for. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, half the cars that come in, they got so much garbage in them. eh? have Timmy's cups or whatever. Oh yeah, just empty them out, throw them in the garage, and then put the car on top. It's there you just Mine's, there mine's there you go. in the gutter
0: this morning. Uh. <laughs> What's Emerson's the foam come for? Back? Who knows? Ever since like,
1: he's come back from holiday, I kind of you know. wonder what the foam was
0: for. He had me going. You know, Seriously. <laughs> you had one iguana running and say, Martin. You're <laughs> talking about foam
1: right now. <laughs> <laughs> you had a Guy, off, you let him go to holidays, look what you get back.
0: <laughs> no
3: more holidays.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is James Corner Garage with yeah. the most famous mechanic and best looking right here. Uh, you're listening oh, to my. God, it's thick.
1: And, get a shovel. <laughs> Allen is here too. too. Come okay. up to Glen Allen Motors. You can check out my difference anytime. Okay. Uh, Dan Park is going to join us after the break. We're going to be talking about clutchcanada.ca. Do you have to know to drive a stick shift to buy one of them? <laughs> they don't make many stick shifts. I guess anymore. we'll find out. We got to go. Alrighty, every industry has what's called a disruptor, which is uh, somebody who's come up with a better idea, an easier idea, and Dan Park is one of those guys. Dan's got a company called Clutch, clutch.ca, and apparently you can buy a used car while binging your favorite movie. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Dan, good
1: morning, how are you?
5: Good morning, thanks for having me on the show.
1: Great, uh, it's called, what's the name of the company it's called? It's called Clutch. Clutch.ca, that's the, that's the website. And we're it. selling used or n- and new or just used? Uh, used cars, pre-owned vehicles. Pre-owned vehicles. You got uh, it. Al, you want to talk
2: to them? Right. Now, if somebody wants to peruse. Now, you don't have a lot per se, correct? It's not like I can go down and get a hot dog and watch the Lions and stuff and, and, and look at your cars in person. Um, I have to go online, correct?
5: Yeah, exactly. So we kind of call ourselves the Amazon of cars in the sense that you browse their inventory online, you put the test drive, you bring that test drive right to your door, and you can buy seamlessly on the web.
2: So there's no uh, compassion, there's no, I mean, if I, if I see a car there that, you know, mileage looks good, the car looks good, I guess, I guess you have numerous pictures of the vehicle there?
5: Yeah, exactly. We have really detailed pictures of all our vehicles. Uh, we have any wear and tear that might be on the vehicle. We have an immediate, real-time download of the Carfax report all the disclosures, so you have a really good sense of the vehicle that you're getting before you even test drive it.
2: So, yeah, I don't have to leave your credit card number before I decide to say, hey, why don't you bring that car by and let's take it for a ride?
5: No, you can just uh, book a test drive. One of our concierges will bring it out to your email or office, and uh, you can take it around the block and decide whether or not to purchase it.
1: Cool. And give us a little history. You started off in Halifax.
5: Yeah, you got it. We started out in Halifax in 2017. Um, it was a, a great market for us to start in Halifax, uh, Consumers are very open to technology, and a lot of obviously a lot of students and young folks out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, earlier this year, we actually started our operation here in Toronto as always. So we were excited to launch uh, the service in, in the Greater Toronto area and offer the uh, offer the product to, to consumers.
1: So walk me through this. I'm on your website. I see yep. an SUV that I like. I exactly. call. I contact you. You'll bring it by my house, and and we'll drive the car, talk about it, go through it. And then yeah, what well, exactly. happens? You have financing available for this vehicle?
5: Yep. We have uh, financing extended warranty with all the major lenders in Canada. Uh, and uh, if you want peace of mind, we also offer a seven-day no-questions-asked money-back guarantee to ensure that uh, you're getting the vehicle that you want.
1: Hmm.
2: Now, the concierge person doesn't bring the contract with them when they bring the car, do they?
5: No, no. We, we, we settle that all online.
2: All online, okay. And yeah, do you no. need? Do you have an app, or do we need an app to access it, or not necessarily? Yeah,
5: you can just access it on the web through Kludge.ca, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, all our inventory and in all of our markets are are listed there. And, and you can you can click a few buttons and book a test drive, and then we'll bring that car right to you. Did you
1: have problems getting this through Omvik because you don't have a location?
5: Yeah, so we are a registered Omvik uh, dealer, and so we work very closely with OMVIC in order to get registered. Uh, we do have a physical location based in Mississauga where um, mm. we store our cars, um, and so we can come out and actually use our cars out there.
1: I understand, because um, that's one of the criteria from OMVIC is that you have to have a physical location.
5: You got it, yeah, and so there is a physical location where we where we store all our cars and, and consumers can come by and, and, and talk to someone live if they should, if they please, but you know, at the end of the day, the, the comparison I always like to give to consumers is you know, in the sense that and you can walk to a- walk, walk into a walmart look at the look at the shelves and see exactly what you want check out there. you know we're very much like the Amazon where you book everything online and you can you can absolutely go and see what an Amazon distribution center looks like um but it's it's not as easy to buy there.
2: So Dan, are all the cars centrally located at that one place, or do you have them at different sh- different places? We
5: have in different locations. So we have partnerships with uh, various entities to make sure that we can get the cars to, to consumers as quickly as possible.
2: Now, if somebody's an old school person says, "You know what? I just want to come out and, and look at a couple cars," they can yep. physically do that. Can they not?
5: Uh, they can do that. We'll do that at our registered location. At uh, it's, it's it's based out of Vaughan.
1: So Dan, how do people get in touch with you?
5: Um. Yeah, it's super easy. You can just jump on our website, www. dot um, You can actually chat with one of our with one of our representatives right there online. Um, you can call, or you can just visit the website and book a test drive. So, it's so very, very, very easy. Almost like you know, anything you buy online is kind of how we're thinking about buying cars.
1: Fascinating. It's the future. It's sort of come together. Yeah,
5: definitely.
1: <laughs> That's right. It's it, everything's online. It's I unbelievable. Know, I know.
5: Yeah, I mean, you know, the way we thought about it is, you know, in Canada. You can pretty much buy anything online. You can buy a refrigerator and get that delivered to your door. You can buy a diamond engagement ring. But the, mm. one, few things, the one thing that you can't buy online is actually a car. Um, and once you drive that car off the, off the lot, um, you don't really care what the dealership looks like. So you want to get all those savings uh, and ensure that you've got a great, great vehicle. And so we're trying to offer that to the consumer.
2: If you found a girl on Tinder, could you arrange for the concierge guy to go pick her up and then bring her over <laughs> to your ass?
5: <laughs> Might be a little bit complicated, but I can figure that out. Not go yeah. there, Dan. That's a value add. <laughs> we always put the consumer first. The first thing, we always think about the customers. So, whatever the customer wants, they will try to figure it out for them. Come thank on, it,
1: nothing's changed. You got to make the customer happy. Dan, Seriously, hey, <laughs> never mind the. First. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, thank you very much. So, it's called Clutch.ca.
5: Yes, thanks so much. Appreciate you having me on the show.
1: Very good. All, All right, right. interesting care. concept. It's amazing you can do everything online these days, eh? It's, you know, but as far as used cars are concerned, yep. I guess he has to go through each one, make sure they're all okay. Well,
2: exactly. Like a regular lot, they, they do offer. Uh, they do have to go over the vehicle. They have to provide a a, a safety standard certificate,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so it's the same as as buying an awful lot, except that there's no lot. By the way, um, I was talking to my accountant the other day, and he says if you buy an electric car. If your car, your next car in the future is an electric car and it's under $55,000, you can write off 100% off your income tax. If you're a business. If you're, if a, you're business. a business, yeah. So if you're a realtor or you've got an independent company, you write it off 100%. In other words, the car costs you half of what you actually spend. Depending on the
3: bracket. If you're in that bracket.
1: Yeah, well, you know, buy a $55,000
3: car. (laughs) Yeah, you're probably going to be in that.
1: And the same goes for equipment. If you're buying electric hoists, uh, tow motors and stuff, you can write off 100%. The government really wants to push this electric car business. Uh, The reality is if everybody had electric, it just wouldn't work because there's just not enough places to charge.
2: Well, they're increasing them all the time. I mean, as a matter of fact, I just saw something on... TV that, um, or on the inter- on an interwhip, uh, that you can go right across Ontario now and, and, and there's charging mm-hmm. stations all the way.
1: Yeah, but that's because there's so few electric cars. When you get there and there's two other guys waiting in line, yeah. and now you've blown three hours because it takes an hour to, to at least charge up a little bit. And well,
2: uh, obviously it's going to happen, you know. But listen, uh, when they changed over from horses to cars, uh, <laughs> they had to get gas stations. And, I'm uh,
1: thinking hybrids is the right idea. Well I,
3: I, well I heard the grid can't wouldn't be able to handle it. Is everybody. that true? Yeah, uh, it's true. If everybody switched to electric cars. The Do you grid.
1: remember GM used to have a car called an Impact way back in the 90s? Who? Uh-huh. Impact. Yeah. It was the first car was battery powered. GM built a bunch of them and they found out that the transformers in in the neighborhoods in California couldn't take the load because at night they basically cool down and regenerate. Right. Mm-hmm. And in the daytime at the daytime usage is high. Right. Now the nighttime usage is high because they're charging Charlie all these cars, the having brownouts. You're actually correct. They were Those are the brownouts. ones
0: they all bought back from... Yeah, they yeah, bought them
1: all back yeah. and crushed them.
0: Do you know what some people are doing? They're actually driving to Quebec, right. and they're buying an electric car because the tax incentive there is higher than it is here in, in land of Ford country. Yeah, Douglas, are you listening?
2: Yeah, 8, but you have, you have to be a resident of Quebec to, get to take nope. advantage of it?
0: No, you can just go and buy it. Wow.
1: I'm staying at the Econo Lodge.
0: <laughs> and they have, you can have studded tires now. Do you see that coming back in Ontario where manufacturers will make studs in their tires? No.
1: Well, the,
2: well, the tires are studdable. Okay. And in a lot of cases, I don't remember in the old days, because um, I remember I worked at a gas station where we had a, a, a stud machine. Yes. A little gun. Yep. But did the tires actually come with the studs or did you have to put them in?
3: Well, the, the, a lot of the manufacturers now will pre-stud tires for you.
2: They will be. Yeah. Oh, so the studs are in them,
3: and you've got to find like not all tires are studdable. Just the uh, you know they're studless and they're studdable. So they, 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 they got to have, have the little,
2: holes in them, little pilot holes, yeah. For but right, right, now if right. you're
0: because you are a stud,
1: oh, you could probably just
0: do it yourself.
2: Oh, please. Say, Next thing i are going to talk about are they are male tires or female tires? You know, no, but
1: the reality mm. was it was <laughs> damaging <laughs> the roads. <laughs> the studs were damaging the roads because people were spinning the tires and they're cutting grooves and at the stop signs.
3: Yeah, now the, the, now the studs, if you see studs, they don't damage the roads anymore.
1: No. No. Oh, how
3: did they change them? They're very, they're, they're almost rounded off a little bit. There's an edge around that round off and they they stick out maybe two to three millimeters. So, and there's, so they're not there's a, as aggressive. And there's enough given the tire, right? So it, they don't really wreck the roads anymore. But, you know, outside of, uh, you know, outside of the GTA in Northern Ontario, it might be uh, advantageous to have studded tires, but,
1: mm-hmm.
3: in know, you know, Southwestern Ontario, there's really not a need for it. Winter tires work just as fine.
1: You're you're only buying two tires. Why is that? Because the other t- other two are, are decent, so you need two tires. Right. Where do you put them, front or back? Front. You think front? Yeah. What do you now? What do you think?
2: I'm confused. I, I I thought we had to buy four tires.
1: No, you're you're not buying snows. You're just replacing two tires.
2: Okay, let's start again. So, the so we're buying end we're end buying, new, two new tires.
1: 2 You're buying two yeah. new two tires. Two
2: yes. This is a game
0: show, th- just in case you're wondering
2: there, <laughs> <laughs> who's going to win. Ding, 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 ding. Um, I, I'm told, actually, that the better tires should be on the back. Not that we do it that way, but I'm told yeah. that we do. Because, that's what
1: I believe, too, yeah. Right, because, you
2: see, it's the back end that's going to have more of a tendency to come around on you, on you. Yeah. And so that's
0: where you want the better tires. Do I do it that way? No. Yes,
1: and you can have a drink from my bottle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you go to Costco, that's probably impossible, wouldn't it? What's that? Because you have to buy everything in four not you? pretty much. <laughs> right. I'll have a skid of two tires. Well, you must be Dave Reniger, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, a spare. Actually, I'm sorry, we're out of stock. <laughs> now, now that they've changed those studs, are they less
2: noisy? Because they used to be really noisy.
3: Um, they're still pretty noisy. Yeah, 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 yeah. For
1: but sure. So, do you you sell tires with studs in it? Yep.
3: Yeah, we do for the uh, for Quebec and eastern Ant-
2: uh, eastern uh, Is that Canada. Right,
1: huh? Yep. Wow, I didn't know they're still available. Actually, in mountainous country too,
2: you, don't they insist that you have to have them on? Uh, like out in BC way, yeah.
3: Um, typically it's winter tires or chains. Yeah, chains. chains.
2: Yeah, yeah, talk about wrecking the pavement, eh? Yes,
3: yeah, yeah. But chains think would about make it, a real yeah. big mess, and trucks all have to chain up, right? So much more weight on that on that. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Studs aren't going to be an issue for the roads.
1: Fascinating, because I know they took them off because they were getting grooves cut into the th- into the asphalt. Mind you, with all the potholes.
3: So what difference does it make now?
1: <laughs> it I've never seen the road so bad. Pottles Every everywhere. Year.
3: Every year, yeah.
1: No, it's worse and worse and worse, especially if you're driving a smart car. My wife complains her boobs bounce up. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: it's really? probably because of the swing in temperature. So I'm
1: get. not taking her in the car anymore.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Put her in the back seat.
1: All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we have some questions and some phone calls to take care of. All righty. While we were off there, we got an email in, and its question is from Mary. What is a TPMS?
3: Tire pressure monitoring system.
1: Want to explain that?
3: And most cars, uh, basically all new cars have it now, so it will alert you on the dash when your tires go below a certain amount, a certain pressure.
1: Right. Um, When we're changing to snows, and we're putting them on extra rims, Mm. Do we have to buy more TPMSs?
3: Uh, most cars now run it through <laughs> through the uh, the rotors or the, the brakes and everything, yeah, 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 so you, the, don't, you don't need to have... So it's uh, like a tone ring. Yeah, there's no more sensors.
2: Is that right? Yeah. Older cars will have still sensors. You have to check on the vehicle. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you know... Different vehicles. Yeah, and it certainly makes it less expensive, of course, because you're using the ABS sensor... You know, rather than putting the special tire spencer. But keep in mind, too, and this is why the, if the light comes on, it's amber. It's not red, okay? So in other words, you don't have to pull over to the side of the road immediately, um, but you should go in and get them checked. Because it'll, it'll read, if your pressure's only down two or three pounds, that'll put the light on. Yeah, exactly. In fact, I find it a bit of a pain because what happens is, is as our wheels get older and the tires get older, they don't seal as well. So, no. the, so they leak quicker. So you get people really ticked off because, you know, they, you know, I was just in like three weeks ago and the light was on and now it's on again. Um, It's a different rim or... because it takes nothing to be down a couple pounds, and especially y- you know how people drive. They, a lot of people use the Braille method where they whack the curb. You know, yeah, they, I'm, well, I'm close I'm, enough um, now. Um, so when you keep <laughs> whacking that curb, I mean, you're you're letting air out of the tire, yep. or at least you're, and you're damaging it damaging as well. It. So um, you know, you don't have to worry about it happening.
1: Well, the second part of this question is how easy is it to see when my tire pressure is low? You can you actually see a low to tire? S-
2: uh, uh,
3: visual like visually. visually? Yeah. Um, you can if it's really low, but uh, you know, three, four, or five
2: pounds, you wouldn't. You you won't see that. No, that's why you. Yeah, you see, the early TPMS, the the computer in the car, it it only knew that there was a tire down. You know, as cars got better, it would specifically say, and a lot of cars, right on the dashboard, on the driver information center, it would show you which tire was the low one. Yeah, and that would only be (laughs) that would only work provided the tires were in the right locations, which is another story. Yeah, because you have to tell the computer. Where that tire is.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: So you see, if you've rotated your tires, for example, and not reinitiated the sensors, you, you may be putting air in the wrong tire. Fascinating. So in other words, it, it, it's telling you the right front is low, when in fact it's not the right front; nope. it's the right rear. And
1: right. something else I just gleaned out of this conversation: so if the light is red, that's a serious problem.
2: Exactly. Right. Um, most warning lights are like that. So, okay. for example, if, if if your light's coming on and it's a picture of the thermometer, or if it's a picture of yeah. it says generator, those are reasons that you have to stop immediately. Yes. Same thing. If you get a red brake light, yeah. you got to stop. Okay, just pull over the side of the road immediately. Otherwise, you will certainly do more damage to the engine to yourself. Um, but if something is amber, it's just trying to get your attention and go, "Hey, Davey, how you doing?" When you get a
1: moment, okay, we got to talk about this. I mean, um, we'll deal with this. Yeah. And green. Green means go. go. Oh, green means
2: go. And, and what's b- blue mean?
1: Blue means high beams. It right? means you
2: have your high beams on. <laughs>
1: Which is another
2: this discussion we could get into, you know, as all the people who have no clue yes. that they have a stick to put on the headlights... So, you know, they assume that they come on automatically. This is something
1: that really bothers Alan all the but time. But they don't. I but hear about it every so week. So you see lots of Chryslers, you
2: see lots of Toyotas, lots of Hondas where people are driving, and they have no clue that they have no lights on. They have
1: no lights on, right. They're yeah. running the daytime running lights, and everything else in the car is dark. Then or you also have, have the
0: newer on. cars that have the really, really, the new lamps that are really bright. Yes. And you think, the you see them. in.: re- yeah, yeah, you yeah. go like, what are you, you know, the bird comes up. We're not sure what species it is, mm-hmm. uh, and then they just, but they don't change. Or the trucks are right behind you, and they're flashing, and you can't move anywhere. Yeah,
3: I to, because they
0: will kill you. I flash guys thinking their
3: brakes are on, and then they actually put their brakes on. Yeah, it. I'm like,
1: holy! I just, <laughs> just saw God. Yeah, exactly. I just saw God exactly. on the highway. Okay, now the question was: What is speed rating?
3: Speed rating on tires. All, speed ti- rating. all yeah. tires are speed rated. So, uh, how they rate tires is is. Um, based on the construction of the tire, it can go that speed for 24 hours before it actually self-destructs.
1: So it says here, a it goes from A to Z. Yes. And it ranges from five kilometers an hour yeah. to 300 kilometers an hour.
3: Yeah, which I don't know where you're going to be doing that.
2: But,
1: but. 407, obviously. <laughs> Where's the tire? Yeah. What tire is, is only rated for five
2: kilometers an hour?
3: <laughs> that, w- that would be like on Shopping slow-moving carts. equipment and stuff like
2: that, yeah. Yep. Wow. Wheel wheel
3: (laughs) wheelbarrel.
0: Actually, you know. (laughs) Actually, it
2: it is a concern though. If especially nowadays, you know, people are driving leased cars. And um, some manufacturers are very fussy about that. So in other words, you may have, because a, a lower speed rating is usually a, a less expensive tire. And sometimes people will opt for that because yes. they don't want to spend money. But when you go to return a car, I, I've had where people yes. went to return them. Yes. And they said, you have the wrong tires on the car. And they go, I just bought them like six months ago. There's nothing wrong with them. Yes. Yeah, they were wrong speed rating. So okay, uh, that's not rating. where the car is supposed to run. So at. a
1: yeah. Z-rated tire is good for 300 mile, kilometers an hour?
2: Yes. Yeah. Not according to the police.
3: No, like I said, where, do you, where are you going to use the track? Yes, maybe so, certain yeah. tracks, but even that, uh, and and only certain cars would uh, could profile, ac- accomplish that, right? Yeah, there, there'll be summer tires, high performance, uh, very expensive,
2: very expensive. Your
1: tires. Corvettes, your Corvette, six fifty horsepower. Your yes. Ferraris, like, Ferraris, like, Ferraris yeah. Yeah. like
2: you got a Ferrari.
1: My Ferrari, I don't go further than my CAA card will take me back. <laughs> <laughs> End of the street, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, I can go 200 kilometers.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's as far as they've told me
1: back. All righty, when we come back, uh, we have some... Uh, stuff to discuss. Actually, we have some recalls to talk about. Oh. Toyota, Hyundai, and uh, Tesla. They're doing a recall on Teslas, too. All righty, we'll be right back. at Dave's Corner Garage, and uh, there's a call coming in. We'll be right back. Well, oh, welcome back. We're going to go to phone in just a minute. Um Three recalls you should know about. Hyundai has recalled uh, a whack of cars because of fuel leaks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mainly around, I think it's the Sonata, uh, where they're having problems with 2003s. sorry, 2013s and 2014 models, uh, 200,000 vehicles are affected. So if you have a Hyundai, I would suggest you contact your dealer and see if you're involved in a recall. Tesla Model X, apparently the bolts holding the steering in are reacting to the salt and the magnesium stuff we put on our roads. This should be all crowned. But the bottom line is that these bolts are corroding, and you could lose the steering in that vehicle. So if you have a Tesla Model X, contact your service center and make sure they have a look at it. And Toyota is also being recalled. For fuel pump issues, uh, 150,000 vehicles are affected. Uh, so, again, if you have a Toyota brand or a Lexus, uh, contact your dealer and see if you are involved in that recall.
2: And if you're one of these modern people who want to do everything online, you can go to the manufacturer's website. Punch yes. in your serial number. Yes, which is yes. that 17-digit number, and it will tell you immediately whether you got to come in or not.
1: And fuel leaks are no fun because you lose the car. No, because no.
2: they if the engine's hot enough you're going to get a fire. So yeah, uh, Exactly
1: right. Okay, let's quickly go to the phone and we talk to Milne. Mike. We got Mike <laughs> in calling. What we're
2: going to do for you, Mike?
4: Yeah, hi. Uh, good uh, good morning, guys. Yes. What I'm inquiring about, it's kind of a silly question. Um I've got uh, containers of oil, and I'm talking about the liter containers, that are probably a couple of years old. They've never been opened, so air's never gotten to them. Are these oils still usable, or am I just fooling myself?
2: You mean, you, are you talking about whether they've degraded because they're old?
4: Well, yeah, I guess that's my point.
2: No, there's no you can use them.
4: Oh, okay, because that was uh, my concern, is that uh, like I could see if maybe the air has gotten to them. It mm. shouldn't make know, any difference. A... There's contamination in that, but uh, so uh, as long as they're sealed, they're obviously they're not good forever, but according to you, they seem to be in great shape then.
2: Yeah, the only issue would be is if, if you know, they see, if you look at the top of an oil can or an oil container, there's going to have ratings on it, okay? Um, and, and those ratings are by the API with the American Petroleum Institute. Okay. And, and if you have a newer car and it's under warranty and you've got oil that's 20 years old, it, it's probably not going to be compatible. Right. No. Okay, but in terms of just you know getting old because it's old, it shouldn't make a difference. Go
1: to your owner's manual and you'll see the requirements for your engine. All right, right. it's it's a letter G or F or M or whatever in a circle, uh, and then go to your oil can and see if it, it's if it's uh, compatible.
4: Yeah. Can I ask you one other side You've got to be
1: quick because we're running out of time. Okay. Go ahead.
4: Um, I, I'm a senior. I only use my car basically once a week, especially in the wintertime. Uh-huh. And what I find when I start the car in the wintertime, uh, there's a quarter inch, or not a quarter inch, there's an eighth inch hole in the uh, hole. It's by the manufacturer. I own a Chrysler 300. There's all kinds of moisture mm-hmm. coming out of the muffler.
2: It's okay. That's totally normal.
4: Okay, because I was concerned. I says, "Where's all this water coming from?" No, it's
2: one of the byproducts of combustion. But uh, nothing wrong, and uh, they purposely put that hole in there to drain that water. Yep. Uh, okay. Thanks for calling in. Okay. Got to
1: run.
4: I appreciate it. And you, thanks very much. You're very Thank welcome. You.
1: Bye bye. You know that uh, when they go to hydrogen, they'll be pouring water out of the back because that's the byproduct of uh, hydrogen. And there's cars. nothing wrong with that. No. And there, I saw on the internet, there are hydrogen-powered cars available. There is. So yeah. Toyota's
2: got them, yeah. yeah. I
1: think Honda as well. And right. they think that's where it, so.
2: That's where yeah. it's, it's going to go.
1: Where are they going to load them up? I mean, I haven't seen any gas stations around here.
2: Well, not as yet. Um, yet. Good question. I don't know. There, there must yeah. be someplace.
1: I mean, I had a propane car. Remember, they used to have propane? Yep. Yeah, they used yeah. used to yeah. run that for a while.
0: Well, there has to be a refill station somewhere. That's just so. That was supposed not. to be the new big thing, right? All the limo companies were using propane. Yes. And then... Where'd that go?
1: Well, because you know it's not Uber. as powerful as gasoline. That's true, yeah. And uh, you didn't get the range. So, and then when we went, then we went to natural gas. I had one of those, and you only went a hundred kilometers on a on a fill. Mm-hmm. So that was no good. Because then I it flipped back to gasoline, right? And so, how no-
0: much of a difference is there between an unleaded gas and they go the medium the medium brand, where mm. it says it's better for your car? Al, what do you think about that? I think. Uh Certainly,
2: if if your car is designed to run on regular gas, there's no advantage, really, to go a,
0: to a higher octane rating because you're yeah. just wasting money. Just so if you have actually. a BMW? Like, Darren, what do you use in your... Uh, uh, High. Yeah? yeah
2: r- but but r- r- his r- car r- calls for uh, super gas or yeah. premium gas. It'll say right on the gas door normally when you open it up. And yeah. we've seen this, the
0: uh, tenacity of him driving, so you need the the efficiency well, of that fuel. You
2: know, couple it's interesting. Horsepower.
0: Yeah, a couple of horsepower.
1: I own a gas station when I built it, we have only two tanks. We've got regular and super. Mm-hmm. And then we mix it for medium grade. Oh, so that's how you so you do oh, your own blending right there. The wow. pump the pump actually blends it Didn't as it that. delivers the fuel.
0: Do you make your scotch up there like that too?
1: We don't have scotch. Oh, you don't? No, I'm Jewish. Shirt. They don't have oh. a single
0: <laughs> single malt? What is that supposed to mean? You know of you know, you know, a single malt uh, medium grade? Single malt? I'll oh, have a 12 year old unleaded, please. You blend. know, speaking
1: of which, I still have 50 year old liquor from our wedding, which was 47 years ago, and the bottle has gone down, but it's closed. What's that all about?
0: Ask the guy who's got problems with his uh, tailpipe leaking with uh, moisture. That, that would have the been teen- the teenagers, the kids. Teenagers drinking no, it, filling it back up water. poison.
1: <laughs> No, I think it just evaporates through the quark. It
0: does. Or it could be one of your sons saying, let's just see if this is still tasteable.
2: <laughs> all right, Darren, when's uh, the weather's been warming up? When do you think we'll be safe getting the tires off?
3: Uh, when we start to see consistent uh, seven degrees and up.
2: All right, so, so in other words... Hopefully if, soon. <laughs> so the temperature is consistently over 70 degrees. Yeah. By all means, put on the, the all-season tires. Yep.
1: Yeah, right, cool. and... You know what? With the with the insurance complication, I'd rather be later than sooner. Yeah. Yeah. And if
2: you want to find out any more about
1: uh, Sale and Tire, of course, you can go to the website.
2: Saleandtires.ca. they got some great videos there, you know, where they're doing comparison shopping between the top end and the less expensive. And, and they're just as good.
1: Go to our website, datescornergarage.com, and there's usually an article there from Salem, written by Darren, which I've gleaned out of some magazine that he's written for. Oh boy. Anyways, keep the shiny side up, Darren. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Alan, as usual. That's fun. And, uh, you know, get that car in, get it checked out. sooner the better. And the audience, thank you.
0: Much, much appreciated, Dave.
1: And have a great weekend. Remember to turn the clocks uh, forward. Which makes no sense
0: at all. Spring ahead. Spring Spring forward,
1: fall back. Fall back. Bye-bye, everybody.